Do your soprano voice. <laughs> this is not ASMR. I just have to eat my orange. I couldn't sing on the full orange. Yeah, I hear it. So I really wanted to talk to you about this as we started moving into these new recordings. Kenneth, moving into these, since we're back and we're recording, we need to have a better standard. So I need you to stay on task, stay on topic. And, and I need you to not eat. During the recording, I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. You a lie because we about to eat for life's camera in action. No, we that's a part of the whole thing. You gave me the permission to do it. You ain't about to come and change my stuff. Do you go to your job and just eat? Yes, absolutely. No. I go to my job and eat. <laughs> me too. I eat right in the middle of every meeting. <laughs> me too. Absolutely, yes. Kenneth, I eat in class. I eat on my job. I eat whenever I can. Kenneth, but right now. And I now, share my food. Right now, you're not supposed to be eating. This is not, a, this is not an ASMR podcast. Everybody, raise your hand if you like to hear me chew. And please tell me the count of the hands you saw that raised. Five hands. <laughs> you saw five hands. I saw five hands go up. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to each and every one of them. They're all friends of mine. Kenneth, how does it feel to be back? Oh, I feel so good. I had a shower. I haven't showered since we last recorded. <laughs> me either. So I feel really good. Life just stopped. <laughs> I didn't do nothing for six months. <laughs> I just laid in my bed in a fetal position. <laughs> in my own juices. I understand. I to like, everyone, oh, welcome to my face. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? Did y'all miss us? Did y'all, y'all miss, miss us? us? I know you did. Y'all was talking about us bad, but we here. Somebody was like, uh, when y'all gonna do? People would ask me when y'all gonna do it and record it. It's like, well, we're trying not to die of a virus. Listen, we trying our best. We're and trying listen, to live right now. Oh, it's anybody that lost anybody, I'm sorry. Right now, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I want to be insensitive. Corona virus. Okay. Is it COVID nineteen or Corona? So it's, I feel like it's COVID nineteen if I'm in a sci fi movie. No, c- coronavirus is the name of like viruses mm-hmm. but this is coronavirus 19 oh. covid 19 feel these oranges don't that feel like somebody's skin is it- i just want you to touch it and rub on that don't that feel like somebody's skin <laughs> do- rub it back and forth like that <laughs> no i don't want do to do it rub it don't that feel like somebody's <laughs> that's skin that's so weird i know and that's what we've been eating don't you love how fruit kind of is like flesh and then meat it is fruit is flesh mm-hmm for all you vegans out there, y'all so killing you literally fruit. are peeling the skin off. How y'all feel? Trying to shame me. And then you eat the meat. Eating that poor orange. That orange want to live just like that cat. But. I don't eat cat, by the way. Like we were talking about, yes. COVID-19. Um, a lot of people don't realize there are a lot of coronaviruses. SARS was a coronavirus. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. There are a lot of coronaviruses because the term corona, just like the drink corona, comes from crown. 
I always laugh when I say corona, but it says crown because the actual virus, if you look at it in a, a macroscope, it looks like a crown, but not, it looks like spikes almost, but they call it oh. crown because, you know, the crown has the spikes coming up almost. So because it looks like a crown, mm-hmm. it's considered, they call it the crown virus because that's what it looks like. And that it's a Latin term, hence the word coronavirus. Why don't they just call it the crown virus? I don't know but they do that you know they always want to use latin words so like the drink corona if you pay mm-hmm. attention on corona there's a picture of a crown i wish they would just use some different like somebody just break away why we gotta use latin words we've been using latin words for a long time people just like to feel fancy i, guess. I want it to be a ghanaian word it be the bigger <laughs> no virus <laughs> what you got <laughs> but to everyone before we even go i hope everybody is staying he safe got that, I, I hope you are wearing your mask i hope you are wearing gloves <laughs> i hope you are washing your hands i hope you are using some hand sanitizer and wash your hands with soap uh, yes, and warm soap. water and can i say this everybody should have been washing their hands before this yeah that's what we should always have been doing. And I want to say to that man on my road trip when I went to Wendy's and you went in the bathroom and you didn't wash your hands mm-hmm. and you came out and you touched the ketchup pup. Uh oh, you saw that? And then that little boy came. There was a family. The boy came and he touched the ketchup pump. And I wanted to go tell his mom, your boy just basically got touched that man's penis. Oh my God. Because he didn't wash his hands. He touched his penis. He was at the urinal, didn't wash his hands, went out and then touched the ketchup pump. I was so mad. And mm-hmm. a little boy came and just touched the ketchup pump. That's how stuff is spread. Yeah. Now the boy had um, penis ketchup. That's just ridiculous. And I and I felt helpless. I couldn't tell yeah. nobody nothing because you tell people stuff like that, then they get mad at and they you. They think you crazy. I was so disgusted. Mm-hmm. I still ate my food, but I was very disgusted in that moment. Yeah, I get you. Well, like I was saying, <laughs> I hope that everyone is enjoying, you know, their time in this quarantine and doing the best they can. They're learning some new tricks, learning some new hobbies, <laughs> doing some stuff that they never did before. If you're working from home, I hope you're learning how to separate work from real life. If you are not have, if you do not have a job right now, I hope it comes mm. together, and I hope you finally get in touch with unemployment because I heard it's getting crazy right now i learned some new tricks all kinds of stuff is going on and that is one of the reasons why recording was a little difficult for us but now we have figured out a way to make it work we are all healthy and guess what what we gonna record this thing that's right welcome to my face yes. i am ken i am the movie guy and i'm marcellus i am the tv guy yes well, we're gonna get into some lights camera action right now well first i got a question uh-oh kenneth how was your week? It was a very long week. Was I think it? since the last time you asked me, it's been how many weeks? Yeah. So, Kenneth, how <laughs> was your last few weeks? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy. I'm blessed. I still have a job. I'm in school. Everything is still going great. Everything is on telehealth. I'm just doing fine, though, you guys. I'm really excited about... Um, this new stage in my life i mean we're just getting used to a new normal right now and so life still goes on nothing has changed changed. as far as some big life goals that you have on the table they're still going to be met let's just push through it i've been doing really good i'm so proud of you um yeah i haven't um lost any weight i haven't gained any muscle i'm just the regular that i have been yeah and i want to say that is an achievement he's not talking about a big change everybody kenneth did the big chop Oh, I'm like, what? Kenneth cut his hair, y'all. And if y'all didn't know from our logo, Kenneth had locks. Yes. Long, luxurious locks. Shout out to Paul. And our now, animator. Right. Thank you, Paul. Um, we need a new one. <laughs> um, <laughs> he hit you up yesterday on I Facebook, know, too. <laughs> um, but now, Kenneth, 
is looking real suave with his new low cut and his beard. He looked like he gonna get the handlebars and like he wear a suit and he <laughs> uh he like uh what's that smell that a lot of like the beard people be smelling like oak and uh cedar, cedar? yeah sandalwood <laughs> sandalwood that's good now <laughs> cedar and mint <laughs> and citrus and citrus yeah yeah but yeah yeah i'm so proud of you ken and you look great okay? thank you very much and you know i wouldn't lie to you <laughs> well <laughs> he would lie to me that's why he said it like that and got real quiet <laughs> and you know i wouldn't lie to you <laughs> cricket 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 and my eyes shifted to the left no, but. thank you very much. I'm really excited. It was just something that needed to happen. It was time to do a change. You know when it's like you. I've worn my locks. I think for eight years. Yeah, it's time you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm growing again. Yeah, I grow them again. But right now, I'm going for that zaddy status. You look great. Get I some love more tattoos. It. Get some more ink. Thank get you very much. Get a whole sleeve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that'd be next. Get a whole sleeve and then wear go wear a suit to work. Yes, and with a vest and some jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and roll up my sleeves. <laughs> And well, some Stacey Adams. I'm so glad you asked him. My week has been great. You don't never give me an opportunity. It's been amazing. He, don't, he do that on purpose. He come okay. Well, my week. America. I still haven't even got. You know I didn't even get a chance to add. Literally one. And I can't even say America because everybody that's listening. So international world people. Oh, I sit here and world. wait for Kenneth to ask he me every did not time. Wait. And in my mind, I'm just ticking, ticking, oh, and I'm like, he didn't wait. He's not gonna ask me. He didn't wait at all. <laughs> he never is. He said that's great. I'm so happy. All right, Kenneth. Thank you for asking. <laughs> thank you for asking. My week was great. I'm like, wait. So anyway, Marcellus, my, how was your week? Oh my gosh, you asked me. Kent, my week was, well, my few weeks have been great. I've transitioned to working from home. I'm not going to lie. I love my little um, desk I got at my place. I got a, a little standing desk. <gasps> oh, I see that ain't changed. What? Ken, phone's still on. What? I didn't even hear it. Phone's yeah, on silent. Yeah, my phone's on silent. <laughs> I think it is. Did y'all hear something? Anybody yes. that's listening? I'm telling you that it's not. I'm listening. To, I'm asking the audience. Did y'all hear anything? Yes. Go, okay. <laughs> Where are they? In a basement? Yes. Calling yes to events? Um, no, but I have my little desk and stuff to work from home. It's fun. But really, I have had a great uh, time since our last recording. And so much is going on, changes in life. And things are going great. And I'm looking forward to the future and hoping that all these things come together with COVID and we can get back to life and get, you know, things moving and get the economy going again. But overall, I feel great. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 30 has been great. Well... I want to ask you something then about 30. Oh, ask me. I'm ready. Do you feel that you are different in any way, shape, or form as a result of being 30? I actually do, but when I thought about it, I feel like it was a gradual buildup to now. But now is when I finally realized, like, oh. So, you know, you always, I hate this because I would always hear people say this and I'd be like, oh my gosh, shut up. But I really feel this way. I kind of just feel very confident in who i am and i just don't care about Mm -hmm. stuff as much as i used to Mm -hmm. when i was a little younger i used to always care so much about what people thought and i had to do this the right way and i had to feel like this and i had to present Mm -hmm. myself a certain way and now i just kind of feel like no matter what i do people Mm -hmm. gonna have an issue with it yeah so i'm just like listen you either like it or you don't and i'm still the type of person where even if you come to me and tell me you don't like something i'm not gonna be like well fuck you Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna be like oh that's nice Mm -hmm. and move on you know it's no big deal yeah and i don't i try to take try not to take stuff so serious now still happens but i try my best not to take stuff so damn serious like mm-hmm. i used to so yeah that's good that's good that's growth yeah that's you growth know? 
Well, you guys, that's the end of our podcast for today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> love each other. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> and love your neighbors. <laughs> okay, I the one. I stand all. Watch so what's break. next, Kenneth? Well, right now we're going to do lights, camera, and action. Lights, camera, action. All right. Um, I have some questions I want to ask you. And this is going to be uh, <laughs> like five rapid questions, like six questions. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, you got new headphones? Um, did I? I see them. Wait. Oh yeah, I bought these. Look at you. I think I bought these from you, Brandon. Yes, yes, you did. Oh yeah. Lord, Brandon got the new ones. Yeah, Brandon yes, has the yes, new yes, headphones. He always tells me his old, outdated <laughs> stuff. I can see Brandon he, like, you can have these. And I'm gonna these are great. <laughs> Don't you want to buy these? And every time I know he say that, that means he's about to use it get And I get like old refurbished <laughs> equipment. And I can hear you saying, "Yeah, I guess I will." <laughs> I don't know what I bought anyway. <laughs> it is how much these? A hundred dollars? A hundred? Damn, that well, no, because originally it was two, and I'm trying to get some for three. And I, I whatever. Love it. So I don't even. Well, use they look these. great. Are these cordless? Oh yeah, they're not. They but are. They can be cordless. Of course, you but, can. Um, I'm gonna start using them when I do my uh, my Zoom meetings and stuff for work. Oh yeah, that'd be good. But uh, as of right now, I haven't them? used them. Mm-hmm. So nice. But yeah, they, thank you. We had some Beats headphones, but the um, thing was broken. It was breaking. Um, where are those? We still have them. Yeah, we still got them. So those are like in the past. Like we'll leave you. Like if we have a guest in studio, guest or something like that, when that happens again, we'll give them those headphones. Probably. Got you. But okay, lights, camera, action. All right, I'm going to ask you these questions in rapid fire, and then the point is you have to answer them right away. So I want you to think. Your first answer is your answer. Oh my god! Uh, and let's see if you I can answer to these this questions. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna put how much time on the clock? Thirty minutes. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Let's see. I'm gonna try it. Okay. I'm gonna do. No, not thirty minutes. We're gonna give you thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Okay. okay. Let me start the time. I'm, I'm gonna put this. Now at I feel pressure. Thirty seconds. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? <clears throat> I'm thirty very seconds ready. on the clock. What's your favorite app? My favorite app? Ooh, Instagram. What's your favorite filter on social media? Paris. What's your favorite TV show? <gasps> Golden Girls. Who's your favorite celebrity crush and why? Uh, my favorite celebrity crush? Ooh, uh, Zayn, because he just looks so good. Why? Oh, as you just said. What's yeah. your favorite uh, band or singer? My favorite band is... Uh, that's a weird question for me, but I'm going to break it down. My favorite band is Coldplay. My favorite singer is Erica Badu. What's your favorite song of all time? Oh, my God. My favorite song of all time? I don't think i can pick one but i'm gonna say one of them is amsterdam from coplay nice okay you are so worried and you literally did that in about two seconds see that's great that's great i love it i, I want to add too much that my time. favorite entertainer is beyonce that was not a part of the question i just had to break it down no 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 no, no. <laughs> that's not <laughs> okay you guys that was our lights camera action <laughs> we got to learn more about Marcella's on TV guy everybody can I do one with you can I do the same thing yeah you can't where's you can that at it. is it on your computer yeah okay act like you don't even know what's going on <laughs> okay here we go cause the audience really wants to know they really want to know about you Ken you sound oh, mysterious oh my god alright <laughs> alright 
You ready? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going to ask you these questions rapid fire. I found these questions earlier today. I really searched really hard for them, and I want you to answer them. First thing that comes to mind. Don't think that hard. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. And what's your favorite song of all time? My favorite song of all time is um, All By Myself. What's your favorite band slash singer? My favorite band is the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush and why? My celebrity crush is um, Barbara Streisand. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is The Bionic Woman. What's your favorite filter on social media? I don't have one. What's your favorite app? Uh, Yelp. And you didn't give me a why for your celebrity crush. Because Barbara Streisand can take care of me financially. Okay. I'm looking for a good cougar. <laughs> Wonderful. And she can sing to me at night from the soundtrack of everyone's favorite musical. What is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Why you do that to me? I was like, huh? <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> Wait <laughs> Wait. Barb. Do you know any Barbara Streisand? Yes. I really like, like her. I what like, do you know? Gotta move. Gotta, move. gotta get out. <laughs> she did that in the 70s. I know that. And then she did that whole thing where she was like, I am. We're going to take a break. <laughs> And when we come wait, back, wait, 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 wait. What did she do? When we come back from that break, we're going to learn. I wanted you to say Yentl. So much. I want you to <laughs> Funny girl. Funny girl. That one. That's the one. But the one that she's also known for right, is, is a star is a star is born. born. Oh my okay. God. We're going to take <laughs> A star is born. I'm glad you know your stuff, Kenny. We're going to come back with a song. We're going to come back. Oh, but this is a good time to put Barbara Streisand in song as we come back in from break. Okay, I can do that. And one more thing. We got to tell them the theme and everything. Oh, tell them. So, everyone, the theme for my fave this week is our fave quarantine obsession. We all, 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 and I know it to be true that we all are still on quarantine. Yeah. And so, he said, I know it to be true. Even though things are slightly (laughs) opening up, keep your ass at home. That's right. And we are going to talk about what is your like favorite things everybody's wa- been watching a lot of tv i know mm-hmm. and learning new hobbies and stuff so what is your favorite obsession that you've been watching during quarantine because you know you don't have nothing else to do you know you don't got nothing on your schedule nothing so that's what we will talk about when we come back from our break hi this is kylie ember alexis and i'm going to be selling some products today during this covid19 quarantine i have some amazing organic masks made out of balsamic rice i also have some organic masks yes baby i'm supposed to do a zoom call with the investors for my company i know baby mommy's recording a commercial i have to do this you've been recording a lot of commercials and i haven't even seen one baby you're not gonna see them right now because my in-home studio had to be shut down because of covid19 Oh my god, baby. Just go in there and smell some of the cedar oil that I gave you for relaxation. 
Anyway, um, I also have some vegan masks that are also non-organic vegan masks that will allow you to breathe through the skins of ostriches, bears, and llamas to make sure that you have a refreshing non-COVID-19 intake of oxygen. Mom! Yes, baby. You said you're going to help me grow my organic corn at the community garden that we can't even really go to. We are, baby. Mommy's going to have Olivia do it for you because mommy's busy. Don't worry. Well, it feels like Olivia's my mom. <gasps> baby, don't do that. What did Dr. Brasker say about causing my anxiety-driven, iconic, ironic insurrections to occur? To not do it. <sighs> mommy loves you, but what? I'm just under a lot of stress due to the COVID-19. Ever. <laughs> And your dad's coming back from the Ozark soon. I hate that. Anyway, this has been Kylie Amber Alexis. Please go on to KylieAmberAlexis.com where you can get my vegan mask. I have vegan non-organic mask and I have vegan organic mask, animal skin mask, and I have balsamic rice mask. Do this to support me. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. My name is Ken. I am the movie guy. <laughs> yeah, I cannot deal with Kenneth right now. He is very distracted, everybody. He's a, I'm not distracted. He's very distracted. I'm not distracted. And you know what? He doesn't want to admit it, but he's very distracted. And I get it. <laughs> he's booked. He's busy. He's a businessman. And he's got you a got lot going on. <laughs> so, I'm a businessman. We are getting with we are, four jobs <laughs> and only one source of income. We are blessed right now. <laughs> To have him in our presence, so we have to cherish this oh, moment. Okay. God, I wish. But I'm very <coughs> excited, Kenneth. You yeah. want to know why? Why? Because there's something we want to know. Oh, okay. The world, myself, producer Brandon, we would like to know what is your fave quarantine obsession? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, so listen. This quarantine, I think at the very beginning, around March or so, everything was happening and unfolding, and we were kind of just like, what is really happening? We got to stay home. And everybody was really glued to TV, and everybody was like on social media more so, I think, than ever. And what I found was this list kind of came up with, like, I don't know, um, quarantine theme pandemic theme movie so a lot of us were going back looking for films that had that as a theme and then we kind of put together uh, and I noticed there was a circulation of pandemic much watch movies yeah, or oh, pandemic sure. much watch shows whatever so um, I started looking at these movies and it was a little like oh okay but my favorite, the movie that I kind of want to say that's something I've been um, watching and, and looking at was Outbreak. Ooh. From 1995. This is like a drama action thriller. I was five. You were what? Five. Have you seen this movie before? Yeah. You <laughs> Who's Why in it? Why are you always like I'm lying? Who's in it? Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> She's singing, where will that virus go? Virus, where will it take us? I need to do a pap I really, really anyway. think I saw Outbreak. I'm not lying. I think. <laughs> I really think well, I saw it. Uh, it stars Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo and Morgan Freeman. Oh. And Donald Sutherland, who is the dad of who? Keeper Sutherland. Oh. Uh, it was a great movie that came out in the mid-90s. This movie was literally about an outbreak. It was like this deadly virus that had broken out. And it started from this monkey 
and the monkey brought it into uh, the United States and it was an outbreak that was happening in a small town in California yeah so basically Dustin Hoffman uh, is you know married to Renee Russo's character she's like an epidemiologist I believe is the word virologist you know studies all that kind of stuff and then he works for the military he's also a doctor and then Morgan Freeman was his commanding officer and then there was another guy Donald Sutherland who was a general and basically um, as they're trying to get down you know we do this whole word contact tracing we understand what contact tracing is trying to figure out who had the virus where is it where is it going and they were really just trying to figure out the source of it and when it started happening no one was really sure what it was and people started to show these symptoms and then they died rather quickly so I don't know I think humans we love to just I don't know, go back and experience things in this way, mm-hmm. even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, even though we're in the middle of something, we like, oh, let's try to find movies that talk. I don't know why. Some kind of way it was calming for me. And in some kind of way, it made me feel like I had a better understanding, maybe, of what was going on behind the scenes, even though this is all fictitious and even though this is a movie. But I don't know. I felt like, oh, this is probably happening in some hospital somewhere. This is kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. So um, that's something that I've been watching. So I'm going to go through this episode and bring up, you know, my honorable mentions and I'll talk about my must watch. Yeah. But all of those movies I've been kind of going through have been very pandemic related themed movies. Gotcha. But my favorite, if I had to pick my favorite of a pandemic themed movie would be Outbreak. You guys, nice. it's good. It's like really good actors and stuff. Um, Just so y'all know, there's some really cool like... um trivia so originally this movie starred Desmond Hoffman it was supposed to be Harrison Ford ah. so and it's crazy because when you look at um oh god what was the movie that Harrison Ford became known for Blade Runner mm. Blade Runner was originally oh, written Runner. for Dustin Hoffman really had no idea until I was looking up this movie so Blade Runner was written with Dustin Hoffman in mind okay Harrison Ford does it this movie Outbreak was written with Harrison Ford in mind Dustin Hoffman does it mm. so the director of um, Air Force One directed this movie and so he was already thinking Harrison Ford but Dustin Hoffman ends up doing it don't these like pandemic movies kind of stress you out they are stressful they are stressful there's another theme of movies that I think we and I talked about this we may do an episode it's called disaster movies yeah right so earthquakes fires volcano and there was this time where we had a bunch of disaster movies that studios start putting out and so um, that started back in the 1960s with the infernal tower and Poseidon and you know the ship the cruise ship turned upside down and they had to get from the top of the ship to the bottom of the ship crazy cool stuff but what I want to say is they do stress me out but I don't know I find it kind of relaxing because I feel like the stakes are like super super high because of it's a movie and stuff when Mm -hmm. you're watching it but all I have to say is to anybody who's watching or who's listening to this podcast go and watch Outbreak really good solid acting the storyline it's a good popcorn flick Definitely. It's a really good part. And I love Renee Russo. She hasn't done anything in a while, but I always loved her. She I showed up name. in, um, in uh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon movies. Oh. That's when I first loved Renee Russo. Um, but um, if you want to have a good flick, and Morgan Freeman, he's always good. Oh, and by the way, in this movie, 
I need y'all to know that Morgan Freeman is playing a bad guy. Whoa. And we always see Morgan Freeman as a good guy. Yeah. I think y'all need to know that in this movie, he threw me off. I was like, oh my God, Morgan Freeman is being kind of a butthole. Yeah. So just know if you kind of want to see a slightly meaner Morgan Freeman, then you need to watch Outbreak. Because I think moving forward, he's always played an authority figure for us. And then like playing God and you know all those kind of things. But he mean in this movie. He mean. He mean. He mean. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's yeah. crazy too because you when I was talking about stress stressing me out, you start to pay attention to the fact that a lot of the themes and the things that are going on is like a reality for us now. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm true. triggered anytime I see anybody with a mask. Oh true. True, 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 true. And in this movie, the pandemic they're just trying to contain it to this california town mm-hmm. it has not spread it's not global it is not across the state it is not across the united it's just they contained it they just got it and are they're trying to get it before it goes even more than where it is so it is kind of scary to think that this film is like a is like a is like a this is like a preventative movie they're trying to prevent it from getting worse yeah whereas what happened. we're living in now right it's already global yeah so yeah so if you're not already stressed out about the pandemic watch more stuff about watch it watch more stuff about it you guys that's what I'm basically trying to say and I'm trying to sell you on that it really is fun well can it that's uh pretty good I have a question though what's your question let's say you got to create your own movie and it had to be about a type of pandemic Mm -hmm. on the spot i want you to think like how would it go all right spark notes version absolutely so the name of this um you you got to go with me on this oh god here we go um the name of this movie is called the fold the fold f-o-l-d the fold okay and the reason is, is that if you get this disease you get folds of skin Okay. You get excess skin just growing on your body. Okay. Just excess skin. That's what called. You don't get a fever. You don't get a flu. You just wake up and you got man breasts. And you're folding. And you got folds of skin. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what you need to do is you have to eat a certain type of food in order to bring that down. And that's lima beans. Oh. And you got to have rejuvenates. lima bean soup. You got to have lima. Because there's something in the lima beans that's going to help you. And then what we notice, there's this one guy named Crocker. Mm-hmm. Crocker puts a little thing on lima beans and he becomes a billionaire because he corners the market on lima beans got you then there's this other one is there a shortage of lima beans though there is not a shortage of lima beans okay you would think there would be a shortage of lima beans Mm -hmm. but people end up dying because of lima bean farms oh okay so the movie takes a real left turn and it really becomes about agriculture and the greed (laughs) of manufactured farming jackie (laughs) harris is in it she plays you got an underlying theme yeah she plays anita Okay. Then we actually have Anita Baker. Anita Lima Bean? Anita, well, that's part of it. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack is by Anita Baker. Ooh, folds. Ah, folds. It's a very, like, soft, soothing type of, um, you know. We're not going for Whitney Houston bodyguard yeah. soundtrack. It's a very low, calm, very soft, soothing soundtrack. Folds. Yeah, like a comfort uh, food. Yes. It's going to be directed by Anthony Anderson. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Thank you so much, Kenneth. Folds. Anita Baker, y'all. Hi, my name is Madeline Tooney. 
with Madeline Tooney Prophecies. I have someone here that I would love, love for you all to meet. Amen. Would you like to say your name, everyone? I'm just really, I, I really need this prophecy because I've been feeling like there's just a lot going on in my life. And you the last, the last person I can come to because the other people, they lied to me. What did they say when they lied to you? They told me I was going to write a book. I ain't mm-hmm. wrote nothing. What else did they say? They said I was going to get a husband. I ain't seen nobody. What else did they say? They said I was going to get a house. All I got is a box. And do you feel like at some point in your life, things have gone awry and you're ready for them to go right? I'm so ready for them to go right. Have you feel like things have been going down and you're ready for them to go up? Things have been going down and I have too and I'm ready to stop doing that. I don't want you going down. I don't want you bending. I don't want you going to the left and yes, I don't God. want you going to the right. Yes, God. I just want you staying straight. <laughs> feel it. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? I don't know if I could go straight. You can do it. Are you sure? Absolutely. I want you all to tune in to the radio hour, Power Hour, 103.9 Power Hour. That's right, 103 Power Hour. I am Prophet Tooney. I have something for you. I have a word from you. We have another guest. What is it that you want to say? What's up? My name's Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, how you doing? Welcome to Power Hour, 103.9 Power Hour. What do you need, sir? Well, my baby mama says she's pregnant, but I don't believe her, so what's the prophesizing that? You know what? I think you're right about it. Because every mm. time you come home, do you notice she lying? Do you notice that when she says stuff is cooked, but it ain't cooked? Yeah. Do you notice that when you come home, stuff is supposed to be clean, it ain't Duh. clean? When you notice the things that dishes are supposed to be done, ain't done? Right. Leave her. Leave her. Leave her. Like, ah! Shana! We done. That's right. That's right. Thank you. You welcome. That's right. Power Hour. Power Hour. 103.9. I need y'all to call in. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's going on. Somebody right now need a new car. Somebody right now need a new apartment. I do. Somebody right now, your Section 8 just got approved. Ah! Your Section 8 just got approved. Ah! You was on the list. You was on the bottom of the list, but now you're on the top. I got one more caller. Caller, what you? I'm going to bring you in right now. Caller. Hi. Yes, what's going on? Um, I I really wanted to call you because I have a friend and she lives very far away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just gonna go ahead and let them call in. I think her husband got some issues, and I want you to go ahead and prophesy to him. I'm here for you. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna answer the phone right now. Okay, go ahead. We do we have her, Johnny? Did we lose her? I think we lost her because I'm used to iPhones. Because you lost. I'm used to iPhones. Ah, you lost. Oh so, what I want you to do right now is stop. What I'm you answering do. it now. What is going? Okay, is he there? Hold on, give me a moment. Are you there? Are you there, caller? Sometimes the devil will come and wrap folk up, and I won't be able to hear what. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. It's like an echo, but I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm gonna turn my phone down. Turn, can you turn your phone down, young man? Hello. Turn your phone down so we can hear you. Hello? There seems to be an interruption in the spirit right Hello. now. Hello? Can you hear me? We can hear you real. What is it that you need? You said something about a car? Yeah. I just got a car. That, I knew it. I knew I was right in the rear. Did you get a 1939 Camaro? No. All right. Well, that's all right. Next time, we're going to try to see if you can get exactly what it is that I had said it in the spirit. Was it a Camry? Yes. Was it a 2010 Camry? Yes. Was a 2010 Camry that's black. Oh my God, yes. I knew it. I knew it. If I just kept staying into it, I'd get it. I want you all to know that the Power Hour is here for you. 103.9 Power Hour. I am here 
in Whittier. I'm taking all your calls. I just need you to know if there's anything that you need from me. Call me. I'm ready to prophesy to you and help you in your life. We are back, everybody. We are back and we're black. We are back and we are still black. Yes. We never we never left black. Never left black. We're back and we're black. Never took a break we're from black. And we're black. Mm-hmm. Back and we're black. Mm-hmm. By the way, black beans are good. We're back and we're black. We're eating black beans. We're back and we're black. I and just we're triggered black producer beans. Brandon. He does not like we're beans. We're back. We're he back did not and we're like black. that comment. And we don't like no beans. Question for you, real quick, Kenneth. Is there a type of bean you just don't like? Lima beans. Lima beans? I don't I think I really like lima beans either. Never in my life eat another lima bean. And I haven't had a lima bean for like 32 years. I would say for me, kind of. So I tend to really like beans for whatever I love odd beans. reason. Love beans. Love beans. Aren't beans legumes? No, uh, uh, certain ones are legumes. What's a legume? A legume, the, I guess all beans are technically legume. A legume is best described as a type of uh it's, it's something that's in a pod that you have to open so people oh. think peanuts are nuts but they're actually legumes because they're in the pod what versus a shell so a peanut is a legume and a pea is a legume well if you uncircumcise is that a legume all right so it's uh, you got my to turn peel that out of a pod it's my turn <laughs> and I think you gotta leave me. I totally forgot how horrible this podcast is doing it with you. You gotta look. What's your favorite quarantine obsession? Thank you, Brandon. Because oh, one more thing before we go, Kenneth. Were we supposed to do something with fortune cookies? Oh, here, everybody, because we're back, and we want good fortune. We want good fortune for the next season and for the continuation of this time. We have some fortune cookies in plastic. I want everybody to open their fortune. <laughs> in plastic? Yes. I've been saving these for the... <laughs> I've had these fortunes since March. Eat at your own risk. All right. Producer Brandon has a fortune. Marcellus, the TV guy, has a fortune. And I have a fortune. And everyone needs to read their fortunes out loud. I'm going to try not to shout. I usually shout when I read my fortunes. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's a word from God. <laughs> Marcel, I feel like it's fortune. <laughs> he starts speaking in tongues when he reads it's fortune. Ooh, if I ever had a church, I'd pass out fortune cookies. Yes, please. And I would give everybody a scripture. And I'd be like, I'm not prophesying. I'm just gonna get your Take get your prophetic cookies. Do this unto me. Right. Yes, for communion is fortune this. cookies. Listen, I'd have a whole revival, and All at right. the end, they get a fortune cookie. Okay, here you go. Let's Who start wants to go with first? Brandon, producer Brandon, what does your fortune say? You will be rewarded for your efforts in the bed. Oh. Wonderful. Did you add in the bed? Well, yeah. That's just... Oh. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, I'll add in the bed on mine, too. And it says, your golden opportunity is coming very soon in the bed. (laughs) Does this mean I'm going to get a seat in pasta pita? Golden opportunity. You're going to get a golden shower. Okay. <laughs> you admire for your adventurous ways in the bed. <laughs> Look at us with fortunes for the future. Well, it sounds like we're all definitely, you know what? You know what? Moving in a certain I like direction. So, your golden opportunity is coming very soon. What does that mean? I don't know. So, you really need to look out because that means there's something amazing. Some golden opportunity is about to happen for you. Something like that. really special. Oh my gosh. I'm going to take my fortune and frame it. 
I can finally start my business making meat pies. You're admired for mine is just a compliment. Ain't nothing happening. They tell me you're admired for your adventurous ways. So apparently, I'm already adventurous, and just somebody thinks Not that's amazing. Admiring you. Well, that's fine. Good to know. Uh, you get numbers on these fortunes too, you guys. Maybe I want to play a lotto. My lucky number. Else's cookie tastes funny. Brand these cookies is old. I told you not to eat these. Oh really? I told both of y'all don't eat these cookies. Oh my god! They sitting yeah. here eating these cookies. I told you I had these cookies for a long. Don't eat these cookies. Well, my golden opportunity means I'm going to die. <laughs> Thank you. Marcellus <laughs> about to go get some Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> I mean, my god! I told y'all don't eat these cookies. All right, I'm ready. All right, Marcellus. I want you to tell our listeners. Oh my gosh. And us, what has been your quarantine TV show obsession? Oh my gosh! Listen, um, I used—I keep saying American. I'm gonna listen, Obsession. everyone in the world who is listening, my international people. Obsession. I have been so obsessed with just television and even a little bit of movies, but television in general during this quarantine because I watch a lot of TV. Yes. And the lovely thing about working from home is I can keep my TV on the whole time. <laughs> So, oh I've, my been, God. I've been watching a lot of shows. <laughs> what have you been watching? Everything. Playing in the background. And I want to say that my favorite mm-hmm. quarantine obsession currently mm-hmm. uh-huh. is yes. Ozark. <gasps> wow. Yes. I started yes. that at Marcella, but I didn't finish it. And I'm going to tell you, it's surprising to me because I did not think I was going to like it. I didn't. Okay, tell me about this show because let me, let me, let me tell you I why. need to get into it and get let with it. Let me tell you why. And I will be honest, I didn't think I was really going to like it, but Bryce, if Bryce is listening, let me shout you out. Bryce, my lovely boyfriend Bryce, forced me to watch it. Oh. I don't want to say he forced me to watch it, but he just kept suggesting it to me because he said it was so good. And I was just like, oh, I got so many shows. I'm watching so much stuff. And I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. You, I hope I don't sound insensitive, but I, it wasn't appealing to me mm-hmm. initially mm-hmm. to watch a show mm-hmm. about a normal white family struggling <laughs> because I felt like I had seen that a lot and right. I, I wanted to see a different family struggle in right. some whatever way Right. but I took that bias out of my mind mm-hmm. and I watched it um, objectively okay. to really see is this a good show yes Kenneth this show is good. That's why people keep telling me like it is good. I need to push past where I'm at. I'm like to, on episode five of season you one. You have to. Um, I'm on season three. Oh. Season three is the current season, and then they have season four coming out this year. Oh, and it started in 2017, and each year they came out with a season. And it's Netflix. Everyone who's mm-hmm. wondering, please go and watch it. Don't matter what color you are. Don't be like me and be crazy. Just go and watch it. Uh huh. I went to go and see um, about it, and the reason why. I'm trying to structure this correctly, but I'm excited about it. The reason why I want to say it's so good is because it has some good writing, mm. but it also has some good directing. Mm. It also has some great acting. Yes. And the storytelling is great and the visual is great. And one thing uh, me and Bryce talk about, but I've noticed in general is the whole theme. I don't want to give too much away, but the whole theme is like this family's life turning real gray mm. and the whole show has this gray tint to it oh and that just adds this eeriness I love to when it. directors use color yeah it's so great so um I'll, I'll break it down now before i get too into it okay ozark is an american crime drama on netflix mm-hmm. and it's created by bill dubuque and mark williams and it was created for netflix mm. and it stars jason bateman mm, i love who jason we usually bateman. see in comedy 
We see him yes. sometimes with serious, but do comedy. This is not a comedy. This okay. is drama. Okay. And he is brilliant. And I've always said, I and you said too, I think it's much easier for comedians to do drama than for dramatic actors. Dramians <laughs> right, to right. do comedy. Yes, it but is. But he is flawless in this. Yes, it is. And um, uh, the two, two main stars, Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. And they are great, husband and wife. And you see, if you watch it from the beginning to... Mm-hmm. the current you see their character development and I'm all about character development in the show I want to see what change happens because in real life as humans we change mm-hmm. you know and so I love in a show especially if there's going to be seasons that you, you start at one place and you you end up at a different place just mm-hmm. as who you are <clears throat> and we definitely see it and essentially they're a married couple who they, they relocate their family to the Lake of the Ozarks from Chicago um, because of like a money la- a money laundering scheme going mm-hmm. wrong. So Jason Bateman in the show, he plays um, Marty Bird. Funny fact, I'm going to throw in, there's actually a bar called Marty Bird mm-hmm. in Ozarks in real life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where they got it from. But Jason Bateman plays Marty Bird and he's really good with numbers. He's really great and everything. And he's done this whole like money laundering thing before. Mm-hmm. And someone from a big crime mob, the uh, Navarro mm-hmm. thing, um, a Mexican crime mob, a drug co- crime, whatever you call it, <laughs> catches wind of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, with one of his partners and they ask him to join and he's uh, apprehensive but you you see the struggle because he's like talking to his wife and everything and you see like you start to think what would I do in that situation Mm -hmm. and what I really really love is that it's hard to figure out who's the good guy here Mm. because as you're watching it you think you know Mm -hmm. But you never. I, I still have no idea, and I don't think there is one. Period. Oh, it's like hard to figure out. Like because that's intriguing. You, you're like, who do I agree with? Because that's what you should do if you're watching a show right. or a movie. Right. I'm usually looking at the characters, and I'm figuring out who am I aligning myself with who the am most. I? And it's it's hard. And I, I I must be honest. And I, America, and my international people, <laughs> I have to be honest with everybody, especially at a time like this when when race is really a thing, and we talk about it. It is hard for me mm-hmm. as a black person mm-hmm. to insert myself in a lot of white narratives mm-hmm. because yes. I didn't have that life and Ozark tends to have that about it because it's very very much so mm-hmm. in like a white middle class from mm-hmm. lower class middle class to high class it's showing this real like Caucasian lifestyle mm-hmm. and things that they go through even when they go to a new place so sometimes it's hard to place yourself in it mm. and I know some people may think oh why does it have to always be race or why does it have to be that serious but sometimes that's what you know you do and so mm-hmm. I think that's what deterred me from it initially mm-hmm. but good shows and movies are good shows and movies yeah so yeah. immediately at well I think by episode three I start to really place myself in it mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes a great show is when you use your own mind and you're like what the hell would I do in this situation but anyway before I get too carried away <laughs> <laughs> no this is good it's received 14 primetime Emmys oh and it has many positive reviews from yeah, critics I've heard a lot of people talking about good things a about great this show. show and it's nominated Jason Bateman directs and produces oh I didn't know that and he's uh, been nominated I don't know if he won I need to check that but he's been nominated mm-hmm. for primetime Emmys for his directing Laura Linney nominated Laura Linney. She won- oh she is so good in this same Laura Linney from Jurassic Park and wow that's, that's crazy Oh, I'm about to say Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Because I'm like, wait, that's crazy. No, that's not. Laura Lenny oh, is. sorry, Laura. She's she different. I'll call you later, girl. And uh, I must say, though, 
Julia Garner. She plays Ruth. That's the girl with the curly hair. With the curly Who hair. She started you, as the waitress in you their, always in their see store. her with curly hair. Yeah. 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 Julia Garner plays Ruth and she is great. And she actually um, won, I think, an Emmy for her role. I could see that. I really do like her character. As soon as she comes on yeah. screen for me, I'm like, she's good. And like, if anybody, I connect her. myself with her sometimes. Oh, okay. Because she's like, supposed to represent this younger version of kind of what's going on and where she fits in mm-hmm. in, the, in the whole equation it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy but um since this is bryce's favorite show <laughs> i asked him like what he thought about it mm-hmm. and he told me and i'm gonna read a little bit of it mm-hmm. and he was saying he think it represents a new take on organized crime uh, drug lord uh, kind of shows uh-huh. and it centers around of course a white suburban family uh-huh. and a group of people you wouldn't expect to be involved in money laundering and crime and, and whatever you just wouldn't think that and yeah. that's just the truth Yeah. and as the show progresses you begin to get more context of the overall operation in the world of selling drugs and laundering money for organized crime and you meet the cartel you meet the family then you start meeting other different families that are like them that are a part of this too almost like how remember weeds Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this is on a much higher stakes that's what got me into the show understanding that they basically jason bateman's character and i'm not giving anything away his partner was involved in some bad stuff yeah and he got dragged in bateman did not know that his partner was involved Mm -hmm. in that and basically his partner left Jason Bateman's character with a debt that needed to be paid exactly. and Jason Bateman had to think very quickly on Quick. his feet and say this is what I could do for you guys mm-hmm. and then let's come to an agreement this is Jason Bateman's character and the cartel Yeah. for me I think I was looking for the cartel aspect but what I'm hearing you tell me is that if I wait long enough it's going to show up but a lot more it's going to show think- up a lot more but you don't even just meet that cartel mm-hmm. you meet like the kansas city mob oh see this is great you mean i'm really kind of now more excited to go back you because i was like where is this part of it but wait to top that off i'll start feeling you meet all these different people yeah but the whole time you're trying to figure out still you meet people who are also under the control of mm-hmm. the navarro like uh uh crime mob mm-hmm. and you, you you try to figure out like what would you be doing in that situation and then the main characters it shows them as a married couple and just the struggles they have yes, of being yes, a married couple yes, in yes. this situation and you got to think like what would I do am I more for this and saving my family or am I more for doing more of it to mm-hmm. protect my is this so much in it and you also not to forget the um, US government mm-hmm. gets a part of it too Oh, of wow. course. Of course. So you have all these different sides. And I always learned to make a great movie, to make a great whatever, mm-hmm. even a great scene, there has to be a center thing. So let's mm-hmm. say us. Let's say mm-hmm. we made a show about the podcast. The centering subject would be the podcast. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to have a great show if, Kenneth, you feel one way about the podcast and I feel a total different way. Right. Brandon feels a total different right, way. Right, 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 right. whoever else. And that causes conflict and it causes something for people to watch if we all agree on the same no thing, one's gonna watch that nobody cares about that no we one's gonna see watch that. things going wrong right you know we want to see conflict and you know i could talk all day about it but it's all about fighting for power and control just like real politics yeah in yeah. real life yeah and lying and you know doing whatever you do to protect your family yeah but are you really just protecting your family or are you now really enjoying this okay y'all. it's like all kind of different things that come from it and one more is um I feel like I gotta watch this because there's like 
I, well, yeah. How many episodes? Okay, I'm, go ahead. Tell your fact. Well, we're on season uh, three, three now. And How season four is coming out this year. Per season. Ooh. It Be- changes, I think, some. Because the first season had 10. Okay. But, like, the last season is going to have 14 episodes, but they're gonna it's going to split it in two. So, I guess it's going to have, like, seven and then seven. Okay. Okay. And there are, like, hour-long episodes. And it's cinematic television, just like HBO and stuff. So, it feels like you're watching a movie. So Got it. So, it's great about that. Great everything. And I'm going to give you a few facts, and then I'm done. Okay. At the beginning of each episode, the title is shown with four symbols inside of an O, and that those symbols foreshadow the events of the episode. Oh. But they also spell the letters Zark to form Ozark. Oh. Pretty cool. Okay. Um, And often, uh, I mean, another one is the Lake of the Ozarks, a man-made lake, is often referred to as Redneck Riviera <laughs> and attracts an estimated 5 million holiday holiday makers annually it's also nicknamed the magic dragon dragon because it's serpentine configuration that stretches 92 miles from end to end with a shoreline greater than that of california oh wow so the lake itself yeah. is greater than california because it's so much i mean the, the the shoreline right right because of how it's created but i love that it said it's called the redneck riviera because you you get that feeling in the show like there i will say that there are some black people or uh-huh. people other than white uh-huh. but they're in different places when you're in the ozarks you mm-hmm. see what is in the ozarks and okay. the, the, the type the type of people or whatever and sometimes they reference themselves as rednecks or okay you see the difference between a hillbilly redneck or whatever else okay. and, or a middle class white family you know right right but i think it's really worth watching america international folk my people go watch ozark i'm excited about it you guys i'm absolutely excited about it um I want to tell you all that uh, there was this start to this show and I just stopped. So if anybody's like me, you started it and you stopped it after this episode. I hope you want to go back and finish it like I do now. <laughs> uh, we're going to look Wait, for. I have a question for you, Marcellus. Yes. Oh. Um, I was just talking to someone about like what it takes for me to watch a show. And I said, sometimes I don't have the patience for a story to develop. And I would just rather if the story is happening. So would you say that this is a show and let's just say over the first season where the story develops in episode one, by the time you get to episode 10, you're hooked or you're yes. hooked by like episode one. It depends on what you're into. So if you're really into crime, drama, whatever, you're hooked mm-hmm. by the first few minutes of the episode. I'm not all, I'm into like true crime shows mm-hmm. where real life crime is happening, but the fictional story that someone has come up with with crime, sometimes I don't like it because I feel like it's somebody's idea of what they wish they could do, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought that in the beginning, like, uh, I don't really want to watch something about people wondering how dangerous they could be, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But once you really watch it and get into, I will say by the third episode, you start to realize, like, oh, this actually gets really deep. And I think the biggest thing is you think to yourself, like, what would I do? And I think that's what keeps me on the show is because when things are happening, I'm like, oh God, what would I be doing in this situation? Right, right, right. And I, I think that's what would hook, that's what will hook people to the show and get people really into it is <clears throat> really just excellent writing. And I will stand by that. It's like great writing and directing. It's a good show. Okay. For me, that's what I didn't. I, I. 
I didn't feel connected right away, but because exactly. I Me keep either. hearing everybody talk about how good it is, and there are aspects of this show that I like. I love Cartel, and I would love the everyday man being pulled into that world versus Narcos, in which everyone is professional, and yeah. it's the DEA versus these professional drug Right, I mentioned that before. So this, to me, is different, because yeah. you got like a family, uh, almost like Breaking Bad, where these you have professional these people, people who are not groomed and grew up in this world, and they got pulled into it, and that's mm-hmm. what we like to see. I and need you have to, to go back. Because guess what? If you don't, whether you're not professional or not, it's, I don't want to give too much away, but it's almost like if you don't, your whole family's going to die. Mm-hmm. So you're Right, the stakes are high. The stakes are high as hell. So you're, it's a, you never feel, uh, just like we talked about Pose, it's like Pose don't ever let, let you low. Like Pose don't ever let you take a break. Ozark is just like that. Whenever you think, okay, things have calmed down and I, I feel better, you never feel safe about the situation. You're like, oh my God, they could die at any moment kind of thing. But then at the same time, they're just trying to be a family. Listen, he's really made a move from the very beginning of the episode. I did recognize he's just trying to survive. That's really. So, um, again, and I'm not giving anything away, but that is the setup for the whole show. So, And I want to whoop their kids. He, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. You guys, let us know again in our comments. Come talk to us about what you think about our suggestions, about past episode suggestions versus our genres. What has been your quarantine obsession? What TV shows have you been watching? What movies have you been watching? We would like to know. Uh, I have been watching Golden Girls again. So oh god, yeah, it's See, one of those shows I've been I watch over and over and over. It never gets old to me. So that would be a, a TV show that I've been watching, and I've wanted to start Supernatural because Supernatural is on their fifteenth season. Well, see, I, and I was like, I talk think about a good show for me to to to, to binge. During the quarantine, I should have started. I would have been on like only in season two, probably. Yeah, I didn't I want to talk about something I had talked about a lot. No, clearly. I get it. I get it. But I've been watching Golden Girls every single night. <laughs> yeah, literally. So yes, it's just a really puts me in a good mood, and I go to sleep laughing. So um, just let us know, you guys. What are your quarantine movies? What are your quarantine TV shows? Okay, um, we're gonna take a break. Yes, we and are. And then we're gonna come back with our must watch. Mm. This season on Shades of Lilac. Nina discovers something brand new. I'm just so sick of seeing your face. Well, I'm sick of seeing your face. Well, you know what? You are ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm just intelligent. And it burns my heart every day to know the truth. Because I know. What do you know? You don't know know. nothing, Nina. You don't know shit. You're my mother. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Paul comes back now that he's gone i'm gonna get all the life insurance money we don't buy a yacht (gasps) paul paul demarco hey baby oh you're supposed to be dead well i'm here you're supposed to die in the car accident on the 405 i missed you baby Prudence opens her dark side. You ain't nothing but a nasty, funky bitch. <gasps> you are not coming to my house and disrespect oh, me. Oh, I will disrespect you because you know what? You think you are high and mighty and regal, but I'm sick of you. I look over at you through my window and I'm I, like that, bitch. By God, today, when the sun sets, I shall 
kill you. You will not kill me because guess what? I take care of some shit you can't You'll ever take care of. You'll take care of nothing. Yes, I do. Ask your husband. Guess what? He told <gasps> me he loves my shit. <laughs> You won't want to miss it. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. We're back. Oh, we're back. Absolutely back. We're, we're like really back. Back in black. Hella back. Black, back, black beans. Back lives matter. Break your back, black on a crack. <laughs> Step on a crack. Break your mama back. Break your mama back. Get it. Black, back. You ever tried that? To step on a crack and break my mama One back? One time I was mad at my mom and I stepped on a crack. <laughs> And it didn't break a back. No, there was a playing. cartoon. I saw that from a, a meme. The cartoon he stepped on the back and broke the crack. <laughs> like, ah, oh my, oh my, my back. Oh god, no! I I never, uh, I never tried it. I would have never. You know, when I was a kid, one time my mom fell. Uh huh. She was walking to somewhere in her friend's apartment. She tripped and she fell forward and she hurt her lip. Uh huh. She might as well got rushed to the hospital in my eyes. I was stressed. Oh my I was god! Like, my mama fell. Oh, uh, my mama slipped and fell, and I laughed. Really? Yeah, we just laughed. I could laugh at everyone. For some reason, I couldn't laugh at my mom. I uh, laughed at everybody else. I was like, "Mom, are you okay?" Oh my god, I think something's wrong with me because I'd be dying like in tears. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you need some help," and she's like, "Boy, get away from me!" But I think it was okay because she laughed too. As long as so. you know, yeah, I feel that. Uh, but yeah, we were a laughing family when anybody fail or did anything clumsy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I laughed at everybody else. But... Okay, okay. Oh God. <laughs> In the world. I was what was that? <laughs> and y'all be talking about me on the mic. Other, what my, was that? That was my other personality coming out. Was that the, was like you trying to swallow the mic. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Listen, Kenneth, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> what is your question, sir? What is your must watch? Oh, I thought you would never ask. <laughs> okay, you guys, I came across this movie not too long ago. Again, I was just binging. I've been binging a lot of Netflix. And I would like to tell y'all that this movie caught me off guard. And I had started it a while ago. And I was like, eh. And I was like, no, let me just watch it. Cargo. Ooh. This is a uh, a movie about an epidemic that spreads all over Australia. And the father is searching, searching for someone who will protect his daughter. Um, he has caught this disease. And he has a amount of time in which he's going to live. So he's basically just trying to find another family to watch his daughter. His daughter's a baby. Okay. So he just, just that's very important because yeah. you're like, well, what are you talking about? She's 16. No, she's a little baby. So he's like, I know I'm not going to live. I just want to know who's going to watch my, my child. And it, it was so, I don't know. It was very heart wrenching. Okay. And that's the tone of the movie. I just want you guys to know this is, this is the one that's going to kind of pull on your heartstrings. Um, I have a, a real thing because the virus movies can go into zombie movies. Mm -hmm. People can catch a virus and then all of a sudden they become mindless zombies. Mm -hmm. I was looking at movies in which people just got sick and died, mm. not become zombies. This is one of those movies where it's a little bit on the kind of almost zombie-ish a little bit but not the most this movie focuses on is this individual and as they're becoming sick and they're going on their journey it is pretty dope it is 
um, with uh, the guy Martin Freeman. You guys all know Martin Freeman from um, the Hobbit movies. We also know Martin Freeman from the recent Black Panther movie. He represented the CIA when T'Challa and um, yeah. what's her name? The one they kept calling Colonizer. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Colonizer. So that's mm-hmm. our Martin Freeman. It really is good. It's a Netflix film. I just want you guys to know that it's also an Australian film. So we get to see a little bit of a foreign film vibe in this movie mm-hmm. because the rest of the actors are people that we probably wouldn't know, but they're pretty well known in their genre so in their country i should say so if you kind of want this foreign film kind of feel i've been really trying to move over into non-american movies lately oh yeah if you all want to do something international movies let's go into the international scene there's a lot of movies the the most the largest entertainment capital is actually uh comes out of india india makes more films than the united states by far they are the top leading um, maker of films yeah so if you want think they about remake it make a lot of films too a lot of people remake a lot of, well you know united states we will remake a hell out of a film because nobody's watching movies outside you it's interesting people in the u.s aren't watching movies outside of the u.s so the studios get an opportunity to go to japan china korea and remake, remake a lot of stuff yeah. we'd be like oh my god that's new never seen it's that it's really not new uh, uh, but oh we should do a genre oh we should do one day on remakes oh yeah we should do a whole episode on remake what's your favorite remake i think that's a good one okay anyway Guys, go watch Cargo. Like I said, it's on Netflix right now. It just came out in 2017. Um, I don't want to give anything more than what you need to know. And that is a dad who has contracted a virus and he's trying to find someone who's going to care for his little baby girl uh, before he uh, succumbs to the disease. It's really good. It's a little slow paced. So this is not fast paced. Be ready for that. It's a slow pace. It's a slow burn. But it's very rewarding at the end. I have some honorable mentions. Since we're talking about quarantine themed movies, I gotta throw out the movie Quarantine, which does go into the zombie. It's kind of like you know, it's a virus. People in this apartment is really good. We got Quarantine Two, Quarantine Three. Oh my god! It comes at night. It comes at night is also a movie about a virus that came out in 2017. And I'm gonna take y'all back, 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 back to a movie we did with a Netflix party called Carriers. Mm, yeah. which is really good about another uh, you know road tripping trying to get to a safe space and people are getting a disease and then last but not least Contagion with Kenneth Paltrow back in 2011 did you ever see Quarantine with an M it was about a basketball team that got sick um I didn't see that oh it didn't happen would, I just <laughs> <laughs> just had to add it in <laughs> you know what this fool told about that I see quarantine. And I knew when he looked at me, I said, No, I ain't starring, seen no quarantine. It was starring Michael Jackson, Muxy Bowles, um, I don't Shaquille O'Neal, and Shook Knight. Yeah. Shook Knight, he produced it. Everybody that wasn't in it, he and beat, he broke it. And Barbara Streisand. Quarantine. Quarantine. Can I be on your quarantine? Anyway, okay, kid, let me tell you mine. So, <laughs> my must watch. Oh, I'm excited about this, Kim. So, I, before I say it, I have to say, I pass by this show a lot on Netflix. All my, my crazy stuff I've been watching is on Netflix. Uh, yes. My obsessions for show quarantine. Show me your Netflix list and right. I'll show you your future. Show you your future. I passed by this so much and it didn't appeal to me because it felt too... I'm weird. I'm going to tell y'all right now, I got a lot of picky thoughts. I'm just extra. It felt too fantasy for me. Okay. You know? And I hadn't even seen it. I was literally judging the book by its cover instead of going in and seeing what it was about. And I ended up watching it. Mm -hmm. 
I'm so good. It's a show. It's called Lock and Key. Oh, that's on my list. Did you watch it? I haven't. Oh, I haven't watched it. Yeah, Did you watch it? I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. So I was kind of like, I was, I was like, I'm gonna watch it. So it's a must watch. I won't give too much away, but I want to let the audience know. Lock and Key is about a family, the Lock family. They move into this big, scary ass house that I would never move into. You're always moving into big houses and big old scary haunted kind of looking house with uh, sheets still on furniture. Uh, right. Um, but they that's find like, out nope. there's so much history to the house and history to their family mm. and history to the town. All kind of different things they find out. And the best way to say it without giving it away is there are these keys mm-hmm. that you find. I won't tell you how you find them. There's these keys you find and the keys do different things. Mm. And it just so happens that one of the family members finds them more than other ones Mm -hmm. and you start to see who is like good or bad all kind of stuff Mm -hmm. starts happening and it really really uh starts to pull at your heartstrings to 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 think like how would you like try to protect your family in that kind of situation yeah but it does have a lot of fantasy to it a lot of harry potter-ish feels to it it's a very 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 good show i'm excited new season is coming this year I'm excited. And I'm excited about that because at first, I, I, in the beginning, I wasn't. And right. Now I watched it and I love it. So make sure you go watch Lock and Key on Netflix. It's very, very good. Um, and I will say to uh, everyone else for my honorable mentions, I think that everybody should make sure they go and binge all of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, <laughs> I have been heavy on that this quarantine <laughs> time. And during the quarantine, it was uh, season 12. Uh-huh. And now it's All Stars 5. Uh-huh. Um, I'm Team Shay. Just if anybody cares. <laughs> and I think it's amazing, amazing that this is going on. And then also... Legendary oh. on HBO Max. I Thank you, HBO that Max. Entire show. Also, HBO Max. Mm. It was really hard to get into y'all program. I'm gonna let y'all know. Y'all, y'all did great by offering it to us, but I had to really go through hoops to get it started. <laughs> Maybe I'm just slow or something, but it happened. But anyway, it was amazing, and I love HBO Max, and I love Legendary on HBO Max. Amazing. While y'all are there, you might as well watch. We're here. Yeah, with Shangela, Bob the Drag Queen, and Eureka. Yep, that HBO was another Max. show that I binged this uh, season. Uh, Legendary, and we're here. Amazing shows. But for me, um. That's all, Ken. Like that. That's it. Uh, that's it. There's some other shows where it would take too long to just explain everything. You guys, but I've been binging there's so much Netflix. good TV, and there's yeah. so many good films out right now. Um, some people say we're in the golden age of television. I don't know about that, but what I will say is that we support artists, and everybody has a vision, and you have every right to create the stuff that you want to create. You know, our hope is that you just find your audience, yeah. and that's what we've been doing. Marcellus and I, we've been finding artists. We love what they're doing, and we connect with it. Right. So I am willing to give things a second try uh, especially after people come back and tell me it's really good I respect my friends opinions and so today I'm gonna watch uh, I'm gonna try to watch Ozark sometime this week it does take I will say so I will say that it, it was even though I was going crazy obsessed about it it was hard for me to really sit and binge it whereas like Bryce he could like just binge it straight through mm-hmm. after about five episodes I'll be like this is a lot because it was like a little stressful for me okay and a little like a, just a lot okay but i would come back to it the next day or something like that well there it is but anyway uh if you are looking to follow myself please go to marcellus underscore kid everywhere if you're looking to follow kenneth where should they go ken at ken brown 79 ken brown 79 y'all remember like a year ago he said he's gonna change it i'm gonna change it and then uh, i was gonna tell go y'all i'm gonna change my it fave to follow at my fave podcast and you know what I'm if you want to follow producer brandon and stalk him follow him at at 
Bran K. Brow. Right? I don't know, is it? I think it is. He don't want nobody to follow him. <laughs> That's why. He don't want nobody to follow him. Don't worry. I'm going to put it on the episode. Right. We're going to get one of them planes that have a banner in the back. <laughs> like, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's like, I have 400 new followers. I, what happened? He going to be happy. He going to be happy. Kenneth, anything you want to part with? I just want to say, I also have been binge watching National Geographic TV shows. Oh, God, I love yes. watching animal shows at night before I go to bed, too. Um, and uh, for me I talked about this in one episode Forensic Files is still one of my favorite shows and I watch it every day as well they just put out Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix oh which I is watched it already a remake yes it's a I remake love Unsolved from Mysteries my show from the 80s so. and I saw a meme about it it was so funny but it's so true about myself too it's Unsolved Mysteries and every time they get to the end and say this was never solved I'm like what <laughs> like, oh it's Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> <laughs> that is so true people's like uh, we know it's Unsolved that's why it's on this show but anywho thank you Kenneth thank you Marcella I still a pasta. Bye, you guys. <laughs>